a playlist original. up it's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty welcome back to another episode of RTBB I have tried to record this intro I think this is my third take just not not hitting those beats tonight but <laughs> if you are listening to this on Sunday when it gets released I am camping the forecast for the weather this weekend was slash is not ideal so if you're listening to this Send me posy vibes, do a little anti-rain dance, and yeah, send a little prayer to me. Lots of fun things happening over at RTBP Studios. I was on Jenna Vesper's podcast, Supermassive Twilight Hole, talking about Robston, Robert Pattinson, and Kristen Stewart. That's out now. And I was on X Knows All talking to... Christy about Alex Earl, Harry and Megan, uh, Courtney's pregnancy, and just really shooting the shit. Super good vibes and really good feedback from her listeners. So if you want to just hear us chit chat and riff on each other, go check out X Knows All. Over on Patreon, I recorded again with Christy, doubleheader, I'm so blessed, and I also recorded with Emily Rose, and we are talking about the three Spider-Man series couples. So that's Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Kirsten Dunst. It's so hard going back from Christy to Kristen Stewart to Kirsten Dunst. And of course, Zendaya and Tom Holland. And let me tell you, I am feral for any Andrew Garfield content, but especially his content with Emma Stone. I am so nostalgic for that couple I think they are OTP and we talk about all three of those couples on the episode as well as like why did they date was it PR because those are massive movie franchises kind of like their Robson episode or you know was it just happenstance that all three of them got together who knows Uh, we try to decipher all of that over on the Patreon I want to shout out Christy Lee. You've been a patron for like four-ish months and I am so grateful for your support and truly like I think I don't. I always like pick out the bad stuff of like I don't know reviews or like download numbers or like all of that stuff and I am trying to really focus on the good, (laughs) the really good life affirming, life giving parts of this podcast, which is in abundance. But, you know, when you just pick out like the tiniest like error or mistake or criticism or whatever, and then that's the only thing you hear. And one of the most life giving things is the patrons. So thank you so much for supporting me and my content. And Kira queen of the uh instagram message emoji i appreciate you so much and thank you for being a petty betty if you want to join patreon 
which gives you access to our Discord channel, just kind of like a Slack or a Teams, just a place that we can all hang out. And all of our episodes, we just released our 40th this week. I cannot believe it. 40 episodes. And, you know, I just started in September. So there's there's a few bonus ones in there. And a patron shout out on one of these episodes. Head on over to patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. Okay, friends. Let's get to today's episode. It is so freaking fun. I love when I get to talk to these girls. I'm talking today with Leah and Breezy from Trash Rehash. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Breezy and Leah. I'm back with two very special guests, Breezy and Leah from the Trash Rehash podcast. Breezy, Leah, how are you? Good. Excited to be here. Yeah, same. It's been a while. And like we were just talking about, we haven't all been on your podcast together. You've only been I with know. us and that's been a while. So this is, I've been excited. I know. I'm really excited. And me too, just because we have so much fun chatting together. So yeah, both of you have been on my podcast separately and then I've been on your podcast, but this is the first time we're all together. Do one of you want to tell the listeners a little bit about Trash Rehash? Take it away, Leah. Sure. So uh, Breeze and I actually went to college together, uh, had similar friends or same friend group, but her and I just never hung out one-on-one. We met (laughs) in like a random class and then, you know, how you follow everyone on social media after that kind of happened like that. And then we both noticed that we both tweeted about the same trashy reality shows and then flash forward to a couple of years ago, we decided to actually podcast about it. So we love the trashy, trashy reality TV shows such as Floribama Shore, Siesta Key, Summer House, uh, drawn a blank on all the ones because we've had quite the mix of shows that we like to rehash. But basically just rehash our opinions on what happens in the episodes and anything that happens outside on their own like cast members' social medias and whatnot. Yeah, we just like to talk shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, you're totally right about like how you both cover like the (laughs) trashiest. Like, it's like some of it's like going into like the the really the depths of like MTV and stuff like that, which I, I love. It's super fun. It's like underground, you know, like one of the shows that we podcast is uh, Unexpected, which is a TLC show. It's like a version, like a 16 and pregnant, but like TLC way. If you ever watch a TLC show, it's like that kind of format. And like, (laughs) we'll be talking all the shit. I know. Oh my God. I'm like, damn, these are like kids. It's also like, it's some trashy shit, you know, but it's like my ultimate getaway. So I absolutely love our podcast. And I love that we don't put too much work <laughs> into it. So it's just like, we just get on, talk our shit, don't edit. Oh my God. No, but I like love that because I was talking to Christy from X Knows All earlier today, but it's like the podcasts I listen to are when it's just like a group of friends or like two friends chatting because then when I'm by myself like doing my dishes or whatever and then I pop on a podcast it feels like I'm hanging out with people so 
even though you're saying you don't put work into it, A, you do. And we do. B, that's yeah. what people, like, want to hear. So I love I that. So. Oh, my God, Tori. I have to tell you this since you would actually get this. Right. I to say. Sorry if you hear this awful motorcycle behind me. So we got a... We oh, my God. Are you going to say cease and desist? No. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> we got a review. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, totally talk, like, talking shit on me, right? It was hilarious. She said, oh, my God, am I listening to, is this Chloe from Siesta Key? I swear <laughs> I'm listening to Chloe from Siesta Key. Breezy snide remarks and her attitude sounds just like Chloe. I'm like, oh, my man. God. I'm like, oh. what a read. But also, like, yeah. I like Chloe, so. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like, that is a categorically, like, wrong take. Like, but that is so funny because, A, I also like Chloe, but, B, you're nothing like her. <laughs> like, that's I know. so funny. It's so funny. Like, yeah. it made me laugh. But one of the last times we were podcasting, I felt so nasally, and I still feel kind of nasally. I'm like, maybe I do sound, like, a little bit like Chloe, but I would subject is... Am yeah. I listening to Chloe from Siesta Key? God, that is so funny. I know because there was a time where I thought I was the only person in the world that watched Siesta Key. Like, and basically until I found your podcast. It like, still feels like that. Like that I know. Like the only ones. I know. I know. It's a gem. I- yeah, it, it is. I always tell people, like, if you miss the hills or the city or whatever, like, go or Laguna Beach, go check out Siesta Key. Like, it's, it's, or Selling Sunset. If you're a Selling Sunset yeah. fan, I, I feel like you would like Siesta Key. But I wanted to, before we get into, like, our main episode topics, just because you cover some of the shows that I really love, I want to get your opinions on some things First summer house, I was oh. really surprised because Maya posted a picture drinking faux pas, which is seltzer, like a vodka seltzer from the company Betches. And I was like, this is, I feel like a little bit shady because that they're like a direct competitor with Loverboy. Yeah. Could you imagine if Lindsay or Carl did that? Like what Amanda <laughs> would say? Like, do you, I'm sure Amanda's losing her shit, right? Like, she's she's well, definitely talking shit behind closed because doors. Because all those rumors that Maya had. I would assume. Shown. So yeah. it's, like, extra weird that, you know, sure. she is posting with a different seltzer brand. Interesting. Is it weird that I, like, like them together more than I like Kaimanda? <laughs> like- oh, totally. I, well, I was, like, Leah, you remember early on mm-hmm. this last season, I was seeing some chemistry between Sam and Kyle. And I was like, okay. yeah, I think he could keep up with her. I could see that. Totally. She could keep up with him. Okay. Yep. But, and that's what, I don't think Maya's got enough energy for. True. Kyle. Just like, I don't True. think Amanda does either. Amanda is low key jealous of Lindsay because Carl's what she wants now. Like, sorry. Yes. Oh, my God. That is such a spicy take that I haven't heard yet. But that is actually so true. Kyle is more like Lindsay and Amanda is more like Carl, like in their like energy levels and like yeah. levels. Yeah. And you're like mad at Lindsay for actually calming down where yes. I will never Won't do that. Won't do it. Oh, my God. Ever. That's so true. Oh, my God. That's so true. 
I remember last time, I think it was when you and I podcasted, Breezy, but like you were drinking or you had Loverboy and then (laughs) I had it last summer and it seems to be doing well, but do you think it would be popular if they didn't have the show? What do you think, Leah? Because you're really in an area that it's... it's, Sells it, right? It's not as accessible for me. Like I can find it, but it's only like like the same few flavors that I don't really love, but... (laughs) I would say no, but I yeah, living living in Wisconsin where drinking alcohol is pretty popular and mm-hmm. sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I can find Loverboy like at any like liquor store I go to. It's not a problem at all. Wild. I personally do like Loverboy, but without Bravo, absolutely no chance would it be as popular. Yeah, like are you drinking it's- outside of watching? summer house or a bravo show like are you getting it just for like oh we're grilling out i'm gonna get lover boy or is it only like oh i gotta get lover boy because we have that's what i would do like i would um, never just sometimes get it. i'm mostly like a beer drinker if i want to mix up from you know a beer i'll get it but and i'm gonna buy some from you when you come visit me in a couple of days but okay but you know when i go to some of these big liquor stores there's 40 different seltzers like i don't think lover boy if I didn't know that it was from a show I watched. I don't think I would pick it out. I mean, so many different other, they've got like the Simply Lemonade. Now they have a one where it's more marketed towards brands that people are going to gravitate towards. Like, oh, a Sunny D. I remember drinking Sunny D as a kid. So I'm going to get the, you know, vodka one. But I don't think without the show, Loverboy wouldn't be nearly as popular there's just too many of those on the market yeah the competition is just so an oversaturated field but yeah and maybe that's why they're like so desperately like hanging on to their like summer house careers oh my goodness totally yeah they're gonna start filming soon so we'll see who you know makes the season eight cast do you think there's anyone that won't come back I don't think Chris will come back. I wouldn't be surprised if Maya actually did not come back. What threw me off, though, was the fact that they had her on Watch What Happens Live towards the end of the season, which was like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like they would do that if she wasn't coming back, you know? Like, why do we need? But she didn't even give us anything in the reunion. I know that Paige is going to be back. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like it just might be, I think that they will bring the two newbies back. I liked Sam and I liked Gabby a lot. Me too. But not Chris. I don't think Chris will be back. I can see Corey potentially becoming someone. I roll. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, I agree though. Especially if, did he film this season of Winter House? I think he He did. did. He did with Sam. Sure, she was there too. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like he'll be a full time cast member, yeah, especially with the Craig connection and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I really hope Gabby's back. Chris could take her or leave it. And then, do you think like the core cast, Kyle, Amanda, Paige, I Sierra? Think, I only think I like Paige, it's Sierra that's been like a drag for me, but I think that she, uh, like during the reunion, when Carl said like I want to come back this summer and like before our wedding and you know have a good summer it's like as Susie said that then just opened the door like okay they're coming back you know I felt like it was kind of Carl and Lindsay on whether or not they wanted to come back and if they come back then they'll definitely have Kyle and Amanda back like I feel like you can't have those two without the other two but 
and same with like Danielle. But as for Paige, I mean, yeah, if you have Lindsay, you definitely can bring Paige. Paige needs somebody so you can bring Sierra, but you don't need Maya. So yeah. I don't know. Which we'll sucks. see. I loved Maya so much in her first. Her starting out. I just. I know. Where she lost me was not like wanting to like show us everything with. 100%. Um, Oliver? Is that his name? Yeah, with mm-hmm. Oliver. Yeah. yeah. As soon as she started hiding stuff from the cameras, I was like, A, you're probably not going to be invited back. And B, I like kind of don't want you back because that's like the one thing I feel like you have to do on reality TV is like yes. if you sign up, you have to commit. If you're not going to commit, like don't sign up. Yeah, that's like what separates you from me. I'm not going on to yeah. you know, like. That's literally you sign up for well, this. I don't want yeah. to see you censoring they, that. They give Lindsay so much, you know, crap for it. But that's why Lindsay is good at reality TV, whether she's being a villain or not. She's like, no, we're on a reality TV show. People want to see this. So we have yeah. to talk about it on camera. That is the sole purpose of us being on this show. 100%. And that's why I felt like at the reunion, it was kind of unfair how they were dogging on Lindsay and Carl for like that one fight that ended up uh, where he (laughs) left Montauk and paid for like a $400 Uber. I was like, okay, yes, that's very like drastic. But then I was like, and they like obviously didn't show that and they didn't want to show that and, and they didn't want that to come out. But it's like, well, Maya's doing the same thing. So why are you dogging on them? And yeah, it's just because like both is like, I feel like a little bit personal, a little vulnerable, the cheating and then like the huge like breakup fight. So like, or like, I don't know, leaving fight. So I don't know. It's tough to say. Well, and it's like, I give Lindsay credit for when Carl wanted to leave and not talk. And she's like, no, like you get one day, but like, we're coming back. Like tough shit. Like, there's been so many times where everyone was against Lindsay and she never left. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to show her ass. Like, so <laughs> she's going to show what's going on. And I just, like, I appreciate that in a reality star. So, yeah, yeah she is a star in my eyes. So we love yeah. Lindsay. Same, same. I'm team Lindsay all all the way. Okay, one more question about Siesta Key and then we let's get into today's topics. Do we think Siesta Key is coming back or do you think the Miami season was like the series finale? I hate to say I it, but I, I think it might be done. I, yeah, no. <laughs> I just haven't even heard any other like rumblings and I'm on Reddit a lot. So I'm always seeing Love all that. the <laughs> cast members <laughs> are filming or any of that. But maybe I'll be surprised and they'll come out that they're filming soon. I hope I'm wrong, though. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I have a feeling like there's just something else coming that's kind of like they shocked us with the Miami moves. I mean, we knew that they were filming something. We did know. But we didn't expect it to be as good. And I feel like they did kind of close it out. And they're going to do like a revamp, almost like they did with Laguna Beach and then the Hills. You know, like I feel like they're going to do something with oh. centered around Juliet. Like I think that, yeah. that makes some type of sense. Yeah. And maybe taking place in Miami or wherever she is. But what? So we rehashed Buckhead Shore don't know you know what the fuck that is but um yeah i've heard of it because it, it's again a spinoff of like the jersey shore geordie shore floribama shore it's, not, it's like more like these actual close like 
friends. Yeah, um, which I love. Like, yeah. Which I like better. And it was just hosted at this guy's like lake house that they've been to like all the summer. So it was kind of, it was really good, but one of the main guy. So, and keep like posting like all these pictures. I feel like he does it all for like clout because that's so yeah. him, you know? But I'm also like, I wonder if they're filming because that's also what's up in the air if they're filming another season or not. I could see there being some type of cross. But I'm telling you, MTV needs to go back and do shows similar to how Bravo does, but how they used to do with like the real world and all of that. But how Bravo has these winter houses. Like you got yeah. all these people like get them all together like all these singles and you know from these shows That's such a good point we love a We're... crossover yes. yes on the beach all of that stupid yeah. show it was I love fun to watch because i got to see yeah people from my like favorite shows from like the challenge and stuff like that yeah. then that show I, i'm the name slipping but netflix did that with all the like ultimatum love is black oh, yeah. perfect yeah. match perfect match yeah yeah and then like real housewives do it with ultimate girls trip mm-hmm. like that's it's such a good point yeah it's super smart i would watch that in a friggin' they're the ones who started it you know like they i know that, yeah but now it's like uh, yeah you know, let's totally. just say ridiculousness so yeah for, <laughs> yeah for 24 hours a day that's so funny Okay, let's dive into today's topics. We're going to talk about the Kardashians, Olivia Rodrigo, and Megan and Harry. And then we're going to have Leah nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week and Breezy share her this week in Petty. So, Kourtney Kardashian is pregnant. I am actually, like, so excited. I don't even really like Kourtney or Travis Barker. <laughs> like, I'm, like, neutral. Like, I liked them at the beginning. I thought like their like cool aesthetic and stuff is cool. And then I got annoyed with them with their like three weddings and stuff like that. But now I'm like back on. Like I'm so stoked for her. How do you two feel? I grew up like the biggest Blink-182 fan and still it That's why my Twitter, my personal <laughs> Twitter has the 182 still. My God, yes. <laughs> like such a Blink fan. But... It's always been so when they started dating and Courtney started dressing like him, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I just feel so like I'm a poser. Like, yeah, I'm, just, you know? <laughs> I'm not like, no, she's not a little punk bitch. Like, don't even play. You, know? like, you can play all you want. But I mean, ever since watching the Kardashians, like. I do seem really happy, even though it's so gross. I'm like, stop making out. But like, totally. Okay. I was like a Scott lover. Sorry. Me too. No, so, I'm a squirt girl. Like, even, <laughs> me too. Problematic fave. Like, I know yeah, he's like a thing. piece of shit, yeah. but like, I am squirt, like, till I same. die. Like, truly. <laughs> same. So that's what's been hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that. But yeah. Happy for them. But I will say this I saw her bump. How did he not know? Did you No, see I think he knew. I think okay, he, uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I think like, that maybe he was surprised at the sign, but I think okay. he knew, like, he knows she was pregnant. Yeah, okay. for sure. Like, yeah, I, I was assuming that he knew, and it was just she was trying to do the reveal as like a throwback yeah. to the music video. Yeah. Gotcha. What did you think of that, Leah? Um, that was kind of interesting. I mean, I'm not a huge, you know kardashian fan at all but 
just finding out that those two kind of were longtime friends and, you know, somehow mm-hmm. got back to date. I thought that's kind of a cute little love story, but true. And then just seeing them kind of just too much PDA grossed me out a bit, but yeah, <laughs> good, so but good for them though. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I thought the pregnancy announcement was really fun. Yeah. Like, because just like, I'm not even like a huge Blink-182 fan. Like, I'm just a casual listener. And even I know that scene from that music video, like, so clearly in my head. So, like, to do something like that, I think is just like a fun, fun little callback. I think so, too. But I'm gonna tell you what, you know, her ass didn't come up with it. I want to know who no. her. <laughs> No way. I was just more impressed because I would have assumed something a little more over the top coming from that family. So it was. Yeah. But that's the thing about Courtney. Like, and that's like, okay, I do like Courtney of all the Kardashians, actually. But it also, like, this, all this feels so like, like she tries to look so down to earth with some things or try to look like she doesn't care, you know, like she had that much thought into it when I, I just kind of when see she there, deeply but cares. Like, yeah. Which yeah. Has, yeah. Yeah. So or she probably had a marketing PR team that yeah. You know, come up with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, Oh, totally. they go crazy for this. Like, yeah, they totally, are. totally. Yeah. Cause it couldn't have been so random because they had like a full camera crew photographers on them like P and North and stuff were there and like obviously when you're in a big crowd like you have to organize all of that so like there was obviously some organization with it but yeah it just frustrated me so much that like yeah you're right that the that they want you to think it was like a spontaneous thing it's like no it was like very carefully crafted <laughs> yeah like, yeah like she just oh like in the back like let me give me a give me a cardboard paper and let me just, yeah, uh, write yeah this quickly do this yeah 100 percent. yes like chris had her team on it you know she was like totally oh, no we gotta totally i really think i've been thinking about this while i've been watching kardashian season three too i swear to god they have a person on their PR team that literally just looks at like archived uh, like footage and news articles and stuff like that with them so they can loop back and like use that because in this most recent episode of the Kardashians Kim says she doesn't say I want to be excluded from the narrative but she says something like this is a narrative I don't want to be a part of or whatever which harkens back to what Taylor Swift said about the Kanye and Taylor Swift fallout. So I'm like, I swear to God, someone is just going through all of their content and then being like, pregnancy, the Blink-182 music video. <laughs> and like, drop this like line about a narrative. Like, just like stuff like that. Like, there has Very to be someone. Yes, yeah, yeah. like full job that's doing that. <laughs> oh, that's so nuts. But I've actually been really entertained by this season so far of the Kardashians. Um, yeah. It's something yeah. that, like, I'll talk all this shit, but I still like it a lot. I still think uh, 100%. Yeah. I'm, like, their biggest hater and also biggest supporter. It's so, yeah. it's twisted. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kylie Jenner posted a picture, like, series on Instagram of her wearing, like, flowery dresses, very cottagecore, very soft girl, like, very on trend right now. But then, and, like, very opposite of her normal aesthetic. And then, like, people zoomed in, and there was, like, a huge hickey on her neck. Do we think that's from Timothy Chalamet? Deadass. 
By the way, she's my probably my least favorite Kardashian. Me too. Me too. Me too. Her or Kendall, uh, I just like don't fuck. Yeah, with like, I'll take Kendall over Kylie any day. But <laughs> seriously, they're like really at the bottom. Yeah, I think it was Timothy. Oh my god, Leah, what do you think? I just can't imagine the discussions those two have. I mean, same with like it reminds me of like Tom Sandoval and Raquel. Like, yeah, you know, that's Yes, but yeah, but it's so true though. Like, what do they talk about, or what do they have in common? It's so weird to me. Spacey kind of love, you know? Like, she's got a kid. Like, I'm very shocked. Like, he don't look like he's trying to play daddy. You know? No. He looks more like Big Brother. To you Mm -hmm. know, like I don't understand what's. But you know, you do the you. Yeah. You know, but also like that, that's the thing that goes back to like what I don't really, what makes them not the greatest reality stars like Kylie, like you don't share your shit with us. Like, I don't need to see you on my screen. Like, at, like yeah, your older sisters at least give something like, yeah. but you don't give us anything. Like we still haven't really heard much about like why her and we've heard nothing my no yeah you're one boyfriend behind yeah (laughs) yeah nothing really about that totally Um, you're so right go ahead go ahead she have a pretty like delayed response after like all that like astro world that's what pissed me off with the last season they didn't talk about it at all at all they just moved past it they just even like the pete Pete Kardashian, mm-hmm. oh my god, Pete Davidson storyline mm-hmm. that they just didn't touch. Like, there's just yeah, the the Travis and Kylie breakup. Like, they didn't touch on any of that, and then they just move on. And it's like, no, what we really want to see is like Kendall teaching Kylie how to drive stick. Like, our like, last cucumber. Kylie, like, yeah, to go uh, show her how to wash a car, like go through a car wash. Like, I know, I or like grocery shop. Like, I know. Home. Like McDonald's, like I don't need to see you do I know. regular ass shit that I do every day. Exactly, and like yeah. I think those would be fun, like TikToks or something. But like on the show, I want you to discuss like how Scott's dating like another twenty year old or whatever, like that. Like let's talk about that shit, not trying yeah, to trick us into thinking stuff. that y'all are down to earth. Like you're not. <laughs> y'all are fucking rich. We know it. Like we know it. And y'all got yeah. problems, and we want to hear about it. We don't need exactly. to see y'all go shopping at Walgreens. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so true. Do you think, Kylie, like, this is a purposeful – do you think it was just like, oh, today I'm going to be, like, a, a soft soft girly? Or do you think she's, like, pivoting to, like, another new aesthetic? Totally a pivot. Oh, <laughs> so think- this is, you think this is, like, a long-term, like – I was like King Kylie leather pants. Like I think she's trying to change her like her her look. Like yeah, I think yeah. she's slowly and we're seeing it in the show a little bit too. I think she's trying to soften up and look a little bit more approachable, like motherly. I don't know. Like I feel like she's trying something out. And a lot of people are gonna bite. So I mean, I think it'll work. I mean, how much of what the Kardashians do isn't a part of like their image that they're yeah. trying to graph. Like everything's a calculated move. They've been on TV for how many freaking yeah, years? Like 20 years. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. Or 15 maybe. No, you're totally right. I know that's 
that's such a good point. And I need to be constantly reminded of that because if I forget, I'll get sucked <laughs> in like a normie. It's easy. It's so easy yeah. to get sucked in. But yeah, you're, you're right. Actually, I think that's kind of true because she's been doing a lot more natural makeup and I think she's dissolved like a little her bit lip. of her filler. Yeah. yeah. Like it's all, it's just like what Black China's doing. Like yeah. She took out plants. Nicki Minaj took out her breast implants. Like all, like it's like a natural way is in yeah and you know she's gotten so much flack about her not being honest about any work that she's had done even though she's still saying she hasn't done anything you know and it's like I feel like they are so popular that they never really have to own anything you know they can just completely change whatever aesthetic they're going for and yeah and it'll work so yeah yeah okay yeah that's a really good point because I guess also like I've been talking about this forever like Kylie cosmetics looks so 2016 like (laughs) like cut crease like full coverage which again if you want to wear that like that's totally fine I wear eyeliner like I'm still in grade nine like liquid eyeliner like yeah yeah (laughs) Leah's like me yeah like I still do my makeup again like I was when I first started to do it but like it's very I think yeah you're right like the aesthetic now is more like natural skin and natural so maybe she's just yeah doing like a hard pivot and I feel like Courtney's kind of done that too like mm-hmm. like less like provocative heavy make heavy hair extensions and stuff and like more soft which which is which is cool so yeah, yeah I guess Kim's more about the like the jet black and looking like chic where also yeah you have Courtney also going for like the goth chic, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what they if- are doing in two years. <laughs> exactly, like we'll see long term. But yeah, I think it's good when you have a family to have. If everyone kind of has a different shtick, like that's, I think that's good mm-hmm, for sure. Okay, let's move on and talk about Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. So I've been covering this. I wrote in the timeline, I love to pit two women against each other on the show. I love it. <laughs> and be like, I'm always doing this and it's not purposely. I think this is real. It's a little <laughs> bit of a rabbit hole. But like, so, okay, we've been documenting on this podcast that we think they're in a little bit of a feud ever since... Taylor Swift won a like interpolation lawsuit against Olivia Rodrigo's song Deja Vu because it sounded like Cruel Summer. The da na na, like, which I don't, I don't hear, but I think it's just because I don't have like a tuned like ear. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, we're like, okay, maybe they're fighting. They used to promote each other's work and now they don't talk about each other, et cetera, et cetera. Olivia, after two years of releasing Sour, is coming out with new music, a single called Vampire on June 30th. Will you two be listening to Vampire? I'll be listening to Vampire. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not the first thing I do in the morning on the authority, <laughs> but I'll, I'll for sure give it a listen. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Like, I feel like it's not like, you know, when it comes out midnight Eastern Standard Time. So that's 9 p.m. for me. Like, and I'm so I'm usually like, okay, clicking on. Like, I probably won't like set my alarm, but I'm excited. I really liked Sour and I think she's very talented. And I think she she didn't, even though I think Taylor Swift's 
approval at the time helped her album. I don't think she needs it. Like, I think she's a star in her own right. I am, uh, I'm just, I'm really not a Swifty at all. Yes, yes. Like, okay. as, like I know this is dangerous to say. <laughs> I was just going to say the, the petty baddies are com- going to come for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're reasonable people. <laughs> It's not even like I have any, I have no zero beef with Taylor. I just, I can't get into like her music, honestly. Like there's some songs that I'm like, oh, that's a bop, you know, like, but like, I just can't. So I'm never like super, eh. but then the whole Matt oh, shit, like, you know, oh oh, like God. that, all that stuff, like really yeah. turned me off. But I also me wasn't too. surprised, I guess, was like the thing. Like no. a lot of people I know that were really surprised about it. And I just wasn't. Yeah. Um, but I have no, I don't like to knock people for like their music taste, you know, like, I'm like, I don't care. Like you love what you love. But like, I just can't get into, I don't, I can't get into Taylor Swift in that way. Now, Olivia Rodrigo, I get into her because I like High School Musical and I think she's like, I think she's like very talented as an actress. She could do a little bit more. No offense, Taylor. I'm just saying she does a lot, you know, but I think there really is beef between the two. Agreed. Agreed. I think especially as we're all women, we know what it's like when you're being catty or petty to another another girl so definitely think there's beef um i'm more of a casual taylor swift fan red album in college when that came out that's all me and my friends listened to like i've got so many memories of listening to that song like with my friends um, yeah Ugh. and i actually do have the same birthday so we're both december 13th so, so she's a capricorn sagittarius sagittarius why did you think you were a capricorn you give such Capricorn vibes. Well, me and Lisa Barlow are also Sagitt- Sagittarius. Sad. Oh my gosh. Maybe you have Capricorn in one of your other houses. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. You give oh. like good, good Capricorn vibes. I don't know. <laughs> um, so a lot of Taylor's like older stuff I'm into, not as much like her newer stuff, but I mean, I give her so much credit for her marketing, just reissuing oh albums and making more millions and millions of dollars for Taylor's version. And I know tickets for her shows have been expensive, but they're like three, three and a half hours long. Like, yeah, you get your money's worth. So, I mean, I give her credit for putting on a good show every single night. That's yeah, that's yeah. so true. Yeah, you're right. Like, well, Beyonce is also doing three hours, but I'm like, what other other than Beyonce and Taylor Swift? Who else is giving you like a three hour three and a half hour show like that's the stamina and like just caring that much that your fans have a good time I feel like is so I don't know so unique to Beyonce and Taylor Swift like seriously Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of other people that put on shows like they obviously care and stuff like they're not yeah doing 44 songs or whatever like these two are so yeah I definitely think there's beef so let's go over some of the facts so (laughs) Olivia posted the cover art for Vampire it's a side profile uh, with two band-aids on her neck I guess like over a vampire bite you see Um, Taylor Lautner (laughs) Yes, and then Taylor Lautner comment, who the fuck bit you? I was fucking Uh, crying. Like the uh, Twilight. This uh, is why Olivia Rodrigo, I think, is also very smart in her marketing. Because 
like in her song when she says like and I can't even parallel park and like bringing in this like vampire twilighty reference like that is so smart because you know those are such uh I don't know like girly things (laughs) just for the girls yeah it's for the girls yeah Yeah. I'm here for it yeah and so she's releasing this again like I said June 30th but Taylor announced that she's re-releasing Cruel Summer as a single off of Lover which came out in like I think 2019 and she's releasing that on June 23rd And allegedly, this is alleged, but a music video is coming out. And I'm like, this is 100% to block Olivia Rodrigo from getting the number one spot on Billboard charts. Which is crazy because I'm like, it's an old song. Like, trust me, Cruel Summer is like, I know you two aren't like. I listened uh, to it the first time today. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite songs. And. I guess like not like top ten, but like maybe like top fifty of Taylor Swift songs. And she's got a lot though. So. She's got a lot though. Like yeah, she has like probably five hundred. And I, yeah, I I would be shocked if it if it beat Olivia's. But yeah, it just seems super shady. And then also, this is a little QAnon of me, like for sure, but. <laughs> The band-aids on Olivia's neck are purple, which was the aesthetic of Sour, her first album. But it's also the color of Speak Now, which is coming from Taylor Swift. So I went down like a rabbit hole. I'm like, is the purple like, is it on purpose? Like, is this like, again, to compete with Taylor? Or like, is this just because purple is her like color? Like, I just went down a QAnon rabbit hole. Like, <laughs> that yeah. is so funny. I really think, like, I've seen people talking about this, and it's almost like with the Serene, Selena Gomez, oh my gosh, I guess it's Serena Gomez, Selena Gomez <laughs> um, beef with uh, Hailey Bieber, you know, if there yeah. was, like, they came out and said something. The fact that Taylor and, and Olivia haven't came out and said y'all we're fine like chill out that's such a good point so many people are talking about it like it happened for a while yeah like why had you all have had all this opportunity to debunk and just like shut down some of the rumors and just be like hey no we're like we're cool like there's nothing to it whether it's true or not you know but like the fact that they're not even like trying to say anything makes me think Oh, they don't like each other. Oh, if they really don't like. I had read that um that it was one of I think it's probably was when Sour was um coming out and Taylor posted about un, like her own music like on the same day instead of promoting her and another time when Taylor was had an, like a premiere date for one of her albums Olivia promoted another friend of hers that had a date, like an, al- an oh album debut in that same day. So it looked like when they used to like really support each mm-hmm. other. So it's just like weird that on the, the timing, I, we know, like you said, well, like we know. Well, and, you know, not posting a picture at the Grammys and Taylor taking a picture with her quote unquote enemy, like that's all on purpose 
That is all oh, definitely 100%. Her arch nemesis, Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Well, yeah. they also said that she, another arch nemesis that she has, that she po- like sent Kim Kardashian and them, like that Olivia sent them. Think like flowers yes. or something, or maybe it's like, oh, it's that her album. Album, or, she sent yeah. that like PR you know? box to them. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, ooh, you know, you're right. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That's so crazy. And then Speak Now, which is coming out July 7th, the, the Taylor's version re release. It also features a song from Haley Williams, mm, who had the same interpolation case for Misery Business. Um, and Deja Vu that Cruel Summer also had, and she won too. So, or her like team did. Mm-hmm. So this just all seems so messy. Yeah, I love Paramore. So I'm. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm all about Haley. Team yeah. Haley. Okay, uh, this is I think the biggest plot twist though is the Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice Barbie World <laughs> song comes out on this day. So I'm like. Girls, actually, Cruel Summer and Vampire aren't going to be number one. It's, it's going to be Barbie World. <laughs> like, that's the like, that's the thing that's going to blow up the charts. Is like this fucking Barbie World song. Like, I think we're like, hey, like Olivia, like move yeah. over. That's what Tiki's like. Uh, uh-uh, move over. Yeah. Real bitches, bad bitches coming through. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I know. I'll be listening to that as well. <laughs> Like, yeah i will say that is something that i actually probably will set a timer for yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's probably gonna get for. the first listen yeah 100 percent. just because i'm so excited like they released that clip and it was like mm. i went like nuts <laughs> it's like, Ooh, let me rewatch that yeah yeah like a hundred yeah. times okay let's talk about megan and harry did either of you listen to no. Archetypes? Oh. 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 <laughs> you listened to Spare. I was like, I oh, did. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, my God. No, that's I so funny. That. It's a Spotify exclusive. So basically, the T is Harry and Megan had a $20 million deal with Spotify and their production company, Archwell Audio, which produced Archetypes, which was a 12-episode podcast hosted by Megan it did really well like downloads wise and uh this week it was announced that Archwell Audio and Spotify are gonna part ways because uh (laughs) she only released 12 episodes in three years for this 20 million dollar deal they produced one holiday special and then that's it and Spotify has laid off 200 people within its podcast unit. And that's 2% of their like Spotify uh, workforce and said that they're doing some strategic realignment in this area. What do you think about this? Like 12 episodes, three years, $20 million, wild. I personally am like so team Megan that she can't do anything wrong from how society has <laughs> fucked queen. her over. That's I'm fine. Like, I don't care. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you don't have to work. I'm like, you've worked your 
enough. Like, yeah, you 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 worked hard for those twelve episodes, and we should be grateful that we've got. Yeah, that like you. that's like um, one million dollars per episode. That's fine. Like that's yeah, what you're worth. She deserves that. Somehow fucked over. Like she can't live a normal life because of yeah. How, like you know, I don't know. I just can't. I can't bring it in me to find anything bad about her. Or believe that, anything bad about her. Literally, that's so funny. I'm dying. Because when I first read this, I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, she needed it. Which she doesn't need it, but she needed it. It's just, it's crazy to me seeing so many people that are just, like, rooting for their demise for, like, I know. absolutely no reason. Like, people I work with that no connection to the royal family we're from you know small town wisconsin that are you know for some reason now care about the royal family mm-hmm. and think of like the royal family it's good people and it's just it's just so bizarre to me like i just don't get it like why they're so hated <laughs> yeah so i don't read at all but when i wanted to read spare and i was like yeah oh, let's listen to it and I was so excited to talk about it. I had a coworker who said she was really into the Royals and all that. So I assumed, oh, she might have. And it was right after I watched that Netflix special that they had yeah, too. Yeah, Harry and Meghan. And yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, I was like on this high of Harry and Meghan. And I was like, I got to talk to someone. And I knew she was, she had that interest. And I was like, oh, have you watched the Netflix series? Have you read Spare? And she goes, well not those royals like <laughs> i like the old royals i like the history i don't like that she knew what she was getting into she knew i was like what like i had never seen this oh my god i was like okay well i'm done i didn't need to open this can of worms slowly back away <laughs> yeah oh my god. that was like one time i was getting my hair cut by like a random i went to like a, a one-off hairdresser and we were talking about big brother the season that Mitch, not Mitchie, what was his name? Oh, uh, oh Mitchie. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah. It is Jackson. Mickey. Yeah. yeah. Mickey. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. When he won and, and then she was cutting yeah. my hair and then she was like, oh, like what TV are you watching? And I'm like, oh, Big Brother. And she's like, oh my God, I just watched the finale. And I was like, oh, like, like I was about to be like, oh my God, like how shitty is it that he won? Like it was so awkward when like when like Julie like didn't even congratulate him at the end but like that's what he deserves and stuff like that and she's like I love that Jackson Mickey won and I was like oh my god (laughs) yeah did you not hear when he turned to his mama or his dad and said I'm not racist like (laughs) he knew he fucking knew yeah yeah oh my god he knew which is again also production like interference but yeah that was like so wild to me but yeah same same vibe but yeah I just I think the thing that I am frustrated as as a Harry and Meghan I'm I'm calling them Mary oh I like that (laughs) Uh, Stan like this is I guess that this is the thing though is like when you are also hated like this you just have to have this like perfect to be liked, you have to have like a perfect track record and stuff like that. And like for people to even like respect you. And like this, it like, I'm like, who is doing your publicity or whatever? Because I'm like, this looks bad. If if a if a person read this, it looks bad. 12 episodes, three years, $20 million. But like, what happened? Like, what happened? 
want to know so bad because I'm like, it's so tough in these streets defending them when shit like this comes out. Also, and here I go, sounding like a defender, but like, I also feel like there's more to it. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like she recorded stuff and they couldn't, like, they are just marking everything you know mm-hmm. or they're just like wanting con- to control everything or oh my like and also they're that person that's called them grifters yeah. which i guess it means to, like like swindlers like you know like hustlers like whatever which is i guess context clues i could have taken a guess but i was thinking like i don't know like the way that this was coming out that just sounded more like okay, is the UK involved here in some way or someone paying you? Are you getting some type of, I don't know. I just like there's just so much interference with knowing how it really, like the media really works over there. Uh, I don't know. I just don't trust it. I would like though, like you said, her PR team, their PR team, Mary's PR team to <laughs> have them come out and like talk to us, you know, like there is no, there's, you don't need yeah. a deal to just come out and, tell us what's going on like I would rather her just get on Instagram live I know she can't but like I know I they could do she has to, to be more though it's not like they just that's sat on point. nothing you know like right that's what it's just not, obviously there's just a shock headline and you know Spotify yeah. got to jump ahead on it and put their story it feels so. very icky like and it feels like that's okay, like that's point. true, but there's probably so much more, and and you know it's gonna be like one of those things where they'll finally get a chance to come out and talk, but they couldn't talk because of lawsuits or whatever, you know, and then they're gonna be yeah. like, you know, we were silenced and we didn't want to like mm-hmm. not talk unless we were given, uh, you know, our to be able to say whatever we wanted. I just feel like it's always gonna be like that though, so we'll see. Yeah, okay, this is really interesting because I didn't really think of this. I wonder if, like, they uh, were, like, Spotify was, like, you need to talk more about the royal family. And they're, like, oh, no, we're trying to pivot. Like, we could talk about, like, archetypes was about stereotypes that women face. So I wonder if, like, they're, like, oh, we actually want to talk about this. The juicy and, stuff. Not yeah, and then, they're, and then Spotify's, like, oh, no, you, like, the thing that will get you downloads is royal content. And they're, like, well, we don't really want to talk about that anymore, except well, for, like, pivoting. And it's also to think about, like, Megan was going through a lot of depression. And, like, who knows what else she's been going through. Like, it's not like things have been great. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I just I feel like there's more to it. Yeah, it is a lot of money and it is not a lot of episodes, but it's not none. So I just feel like there's something up. That's such a good point. Also, she deserves like a year mat leave. So one of those years I feel like is like covered because like people, yeah, Yeah. should have parental leave. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's it's so nice talking about this because I had talked about this earlier with another friend on another podcast and I feel like. Like, I didn't even think that there could be something, like, malicious going on. Because you're right. It's like you read the article and you're like, this is what the article is presenting. But, like, what is the context? And, Mm -hmm. yeah, that might be, like, a little bit sus. It's Uh, just easy to get sucked in, you know? It's like... So, again, I have to constantly, yeah, constantly, like, put on your, like, critical thinking hat. Because it's (laughs) so fucking easy to just, like, 
consume content and just be like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I just want to also read out the quote that Breezy referenced. So Bill Simmons, who's a Spotify exec, and he's also the creator of The Ringer, which is a podcast network and like news conglomerate that I actually listen to quite frequently. They cover (laughs) sports primarily, but also pop culture. Mm -hmm. I listen to like several of The Ringer podcasts, like Tea Time, Bachelor Party, Food News, Morally Corrupt with Rachel from The Bachelor. Like I listen to a lot of their shows, Jam Session, The Rewatchables. Like that's like, I would say like, 50% of the podcasts I listen to and every time I've interacted with Bill Simmons on podcasts he seems lovely like and also I'm like you're you're like a multi-million dollar businessman so like how lovely can you really be and all these people all these podcast listeners that I or podcasters that I listen to have a lot of respect for him like that work under him like there's one podcast I even listen to that's like his assistant and I, I don't think she's his assistant anymore but she was when she first started this podcast and so I'm like okay like these people seem like you know the same values as me and like good people and they like really support him so I'm like okay like he seems like a decent guy but he said this and it was so fucking tacky and not called for He said, the fucking grifters, that's the podcast we should have launched with them, which is, that's funny. Like, that's a funny joke, but like, bad. I have got to get drunk one night and tell the story of the Zoom I had with Harry to try and help him with a podcast idea. It's one of my best stories. Fuck them, the grifters. That, I also didn't know, again, I don't really know him, but, like, I also didn't know he, like, spoke out like that. Because it would have been so easy for him to just be, like, we mutually agreed to part ways and people could have come to their own conclusions. That's why I think that there's something, this is, like, nasty, you know? Like, I just think there's, like, a way to go about it if they were being, I don't know, I just, like, that's not the way to talk about it. And it's funny that, you know, they're calling him that or like swindlers whatever as if these people just had a one-time random story like harry has been famous since before he was even born like they're part of the royal family like if anything you guys are using them for mm. to make you yeah like, like he's in the I mean, history books yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. yeah. he's been known since yeah forever and his long legacy of family so right and okay that's actually a really interesting point because this deal happened in 2020 which is when harry and megan would have left the royal family so it's like was spotify taking advantage of them saying like yeah we'll tell your side of the story we'll produce yeah yeah, like we'll do this podcasts are like the new medium to do this and then they were like, yeah, actually, sorry, like, we were in the heat of the moment because it was 2020 and we were leaving the royal family, but we've actually changed our mind. We'd actually like to produce content on um, X, Y, and Z. And they were like, no. Like, that actually sounds like a realist, like, realistically what happened. Yeah. Because any, you know, streaming platform wants to get a story from them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I mean- so fucking interesting. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I'm LOLing that only 12 episodes were made because as podcasters, like, you two post literal multiple episodes a week. 
I'm out here doing two episodes a week. We know the grind. And yeah. so I was just LOLing also. Yeah, I've made a like a pennies on this pennies. podcast. <laughs> yeah, but 12 episodes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I even listen to one of them. And you know, none of them are juicy. It's all about women helping women. Like, okay, boring. <laughs> That's literally, I was recording with Christy from Exnozol and she was literally like, this looks so boring. She's like, I just want the tea. And yeah. I was like, dude, it's like breaking down like stereotypes like with like Paris Hilton. Shit. And then I, I was like, I've had that discussion like a million times like <laughs> she's late we she's late to that. the game yeah so fucking funny so okay let's move on to petty weight champion of the week this is the part of the show where our guest leah is going to nominate a petty weight champion of the week someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic leah who are you nominating this week so i am actually doing the multiple like media tv reviewers week by week that are giving the idol absolutely <laughs> shit reviews. It, I try. I watched the first episode it. and it's so cringy. It's so bad. Um, at first, I thought people were just because of like all the backstory behind it that that's why people were saying what's bad. But watched it with my own eyes and it was it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, okay. So I watched season one of Euphoria and like half of season two and if people don't know sam levinson who created euphoria also is working like on i think directing the idol Mm -hmm. and i just gave up watching euphoria because i'm like it is so dark that i just like i feel bad watching it like it makes me feel bad so i was like i can't do that to myself with the idol because i knew it was gonna be bad but you're right Finally, someone like is not getting off the hook for doing terrible shit online well, or like it, in on TV. You know, and then people are just trying to scramble like the weekends like I'm supposed to be a bad guy. I don't care that you're a bad guy, but the dialogue is so awful. Like I cannot get through that. Like I've watched tons of stuff where there's bad people. I love horror movies. Like I'm not saying I can't watch with bad people in it, but the dialogue is so bad. Like, there's nothing he can say that can change my mind that that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But so you watched episode one, Breezy. You watched episode one. You're not going I watched to episode both, two? No, I watched, I watched both episodes, actually. When I was traveling for work, when I was catching up <laughs> on all these shows. Okay. Don't eat me up. But hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where this is going. It was like expecting it to be a million times worse than it was. I'm not at all like surprised it's not coming back for another season, but I was expecting like, I was like, I don't know. I was expecting it way worse. I way, when I watched, I was like, okay, definitely a man wrote this. Like Mm -hmm. there's like a scene, like the scene that I keep going to and I keep talking about to people when I mention this is when a girl says to the main girl, like, like about the weekend, like he's kind of, the r word like e you know like he's kind of rapey it's like and she says oh that's what i like about him and she's like ah jess like that's not cool so this is the weird thing i'm like (laughs) so a woman would never once start off with that you were trying to make it like oh she's saying it's not cool to say that by her ending with that but like she wouldn't have started off with that you know like she would never woman would we don't say that so like it's gross stuff like that the part where I'm like, okay, people, 
everyone keeps talking about the weekend like dirty talking with oh my her. god yeah. and I'm like and they're like guys don't talk like that I'm like sometimes do you talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know we're talking about their like oh stretch your tight pussy I'm like what? yeah so I'm like okay don't clench your pearls like yeah okay, HBO but overall I'm like it's terrible writing I mean it's just the acting isn't great and I don't think they need a third a second season but I think it goes back to the Sam it's Levinson is that yeah his last name I'm I watch Euphoria but I like dark stuff I like that emo stuff but it is like some parts I'm like oh this is like uncomfortable for me like yeah I don't want to be uncomfortable watching everything you know like it's like there's like a way to go about it yeah I give it like two but that's all I was gonna say it was just like I feel like some people are clenching their pearls at some of the parts I'm like okay the writing is just not good I don't see it getting better and it just proves you don't, you can't just have a star studded cast and it's going to be good. Like, yeah, there's a lot that goes into point. it. It's so true. Yeah. Cause like Jenny from Blackpink, Troy yeah. Savon, like there's some, like, like they're just supporting characters and like mm-hmm. that's cool. Like, I feel like that's cool that they're in this. And yeah, the two leads are, are famous, obviously. So I won't be watching, yeah. but yeah, I love the commentary though. And I do love, you're totally right. That's a great Pettyweight Champion of the Week because, like, it's coming up on my <laughs> For You page. Like, people everywhere, everywhere, like, tweets, memes, just everything about the rat tail and, <laughs> like, the music and, like, just everything. So, so. I funny. didn't watch the, the last, because I'm done. Like, I just watched <laughs> the two. But everyone keeps, like, just seeing everyone saying, how is he not embarrassed? It's like, I guess he's like yelling at, I never, I haven't watched the clip, but it just shows like the weekend yelling at someone. It's like, he's not intimidating anyone. Like, how is he not embarrassed? And it's just that rat tail and oh, so bad. God. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because I feel like also it's one of those things where you don't watch it, but because of the, the secondhand content on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, I feel like I've watched every episode. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen it. I feel like I've seen every plot point, like every character. Like, yeah. It reminds me of like really like a modern, um, unhealthier Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, honestly, it gives me like major Fifty Shades vibe. And that's why when people are like, I'm like, I know your ass watched Fifty Shades. I know (laughs) you like that shit. Yeah. Watch all of them and you read the books. Like, yeah. The sex stuff is not like, it's not like um like be one thing if I was expecting there to be like a lot of non-consensual stuff and yeah. that just hasn't what I what I was expecting so I guess I was expecting way worse but yeah still it's just gross you know yeah mm-hmm. it's not my thing it's definitely like dark it's um, cult shit you know it's like a sex yeah. cult yeah it's sex what it is so. dark graphic um, mm-hmm. sex like for sure okay Let's wrap with this week in Petty, where Breezy's going to share a story about something that happened in real life that she's petty about. What are you petty about this week? Oh, Leah, I don't think I told you about this. Uh, Ooh, I love maybe I did. Live maybe reaction. I did. Maybe I did. I don't think I did, though. Okay, so we just moved. We just bought a house. Oh, congrats. Exactly. Thank you. Now, the old house, which we're, we haven't sold yet, had we had planted two iris an iris plant. Did I tell you this, Leah? Does this sound familiar? Mm-mm. Okay. You really don't know. Okay. So these iris plants that were Jake, my partner's grandma's, 
have them planted. Oh no, we've I had don't the like whole, where this is going. We've had the whole house like empty and I've had the windows open just airing the house out because uh, it's been cool. And uh, I got a call from the homeowner association that houses and the homeowner association president called me and said, left me a voicemail saying, hey, one of your neighbors let me know that your windows are open. It's like, mind your own fucking business. There's nothing in there. Um, I didn't even call him back. So I'm like, I don't give a shit. He said, oh, they're worried that someone's going to steal something. I'm like, there's nothing to steal. Whatever. Fast forward, we go over there and we notice that the plants are dug up. Like Jake called me. He's like, oh my God, like I'm looking, I was looking everywhere. Cause it's like, okay, we live at the end of this cul-de-sac. There's not like, you've had to see it to want it, you know? So we, he's like looking around and he sees that there's a fence behind us and it's planted with fresh dirt in the fence, like the neighbors behind us, right? Now this is like a neighbor where they either have to get their car and like drive around or they have to like go through their fence and like get in the yard. So he throws a bucket over with like a a note that says like, that was my grandmother's priest, bring it back. I was like, Jake, I swear if it's not back tomorrow, like I'm going over there. And Steve, it was, it, back. it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't back. So I drive, I had to drive over there and I yeah. see the guy walking his damn dog also. And I was like, mm, that's that motherfucker that stole that damn plant. So I waited for him to get inside. Literally, like, I love this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna get my man's plant back. Like, you yeah. Do that. So I knock on the door and he's like, oh, hey, can I help you? Like, yeah, I'm sorry. It looks like you stole our our iris plant see it in your yard and he's like oh the iris oh gee and then his wife comes up and he's like oh here's the woman who here's who did it you know like basically throws under the bus and she's like (laughs) oh the iris plant she goes well you know your windows were open and and I was like, oh, so you're the one who called. Who told- called? Yeah. She's like, well, there's a homeless population. And I was worried about someone like stealing. I was like, no. So I got petty. Yeah. It's like, so you were worried about a homeless person stealing something from my house as you were stealing our fucking plant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as your ass is literally digging up this iris plant yeah. from his dead grandmother. Like, yeah. are you fucking and she, we went back and forth so many times like I was just like just give me the fucking plant like I'm not like I'm not doing this like yeah look I get it you thought we weren't just why well, I thought the place was abandoned I thought it was abandoned I'm like even if it was still not your damn plant you like, still don't go and steal someone's plant yeah and she's like, it's a house like it's part of the yeah. house that would be sold yeah, yeah. And I was like well it's not abandoned there's not yeah. even a for sale sign but even if there was it wouldn't be yours yeah. She's just like was going back and forth with me. And I finally was like, look, I'm sorry. I am done. We don't with need this. to, I yeah, the converse. Fucking plant. You know, it's like, yeah. I'll give you till tomorrow. If it's not, yeah. back, I'll be back. And you don't want me back. As I'm walking out, their neighbors are all like looking out, like, oh, what's going on? I was like, I'm, I wanted to be like, don't trust these bitches. Don't trust these motherfuckers because they steal. But I didn't. The next, <laughs> so we went back and they gave us the plant back along with two additional iris plants. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna go and say thank you. I don't even shit. They should have. They yeah. should have. Yeah, um, that's minimum. Yeah. So don't trust motherfuckers. I mean, she was nuts. And the fact that you're gonna try to blame homeless people, like yeah, that's important. That's you know, like that's like, of course. I know. And I and I told her I was like, you know what? If a homeless person wants to come and camp out of my house that we're not even in, 
good for him you know like, like, i'm totally open to it and, and the yeah. and my husband like laughed i'm like i'm not fucking joking like yeah like literally y'all done pissed me off stealing my shit so yeah i was mad that but. is so wild yeah it's so funny how if someone does something yeah like she's saying basically i can do something but a homeless person couldn't do it like i don't know that that's like, I have the right to do this because you're a homeowner. Like, I'm so confused. That is so bad. That is really I was bad. just, you know, I thought it was abandoned and I saw that the windows were open and yeah, and I was worried about a homeless person. I'm like, were you literally in the yard calling my HOA guy or did you call yeah. him over as you're got your shovel in my yard like yeah. I was my picture, you know she didn't even have to bring homeless people in it she could just it. Say, i thought you left the plant here so we took it sorry we i know and right saying, i'm sorry i'll give it right back that's all that's said. such told, a good point i told everyone i'm like i get it like and people are like no i don't get it. i'm like no i get it you thought i was gone you thought you got the plant you don't you don't get the plant yeah. just say you're busted you got caught yeah and yeah back, and then it's done but back and forth is what oh no yeah you know, and like making up all these like stories and stuff like that is so so much nonsense also when i think about this type of stuff with plants especially like go buy your fucking own like <laughs> well, like enough and they have like yeah. one of those border looking backyards that's like yeah it's just piled with plants and like piled with stuff i mean but we lived there for five years together and not maybe one time we've talked to them. Uh, but we're like, you know, her ass is eyeing that damn plant for years. Yeah. You know, like just waiting. Like, yeah. Oh, can't wait. You're drinking her coffee so- every morning. Like, can't wait to grab that plant. Yeah. Mm. Also, it's like, just go buy like seeds or just go buy a plant and replant yeah. it. Like, they're like, what, under $10? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not like, like a rare plant. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. That's kind of like, it's not the same, but my parents, when, we lived in our like house that I grew up in. We had fruit trees. People would literally come into our yard and just take fruit off of the tree. What the and, fuck? Like, I was, and like if we were in the backyard when they what? would like, yeah, and they would like reach over our fence and oh, grab no. like an apple or a pear and apricot. And my parents would just be like, hello, like we're here. We're watching you. And they're like, oh, um, that was like $5. Yeah. They're like, oh, I just wanted an apple for the road. And we're like. No, yeah, actually, that's apples for like <laughs> us to eat and to can and to make applesauce and yeah, pies and like, pie. yeah, like you no, know, it's like actually that's I'm like that's the the shit that we like we used to use pesticides. This was the 90s, but mm-hmm. it's like we pay for our fucking like the upkeep of this tree. Mm-hmm. We do all the like pulling the the fruit down. Oh, yeah, yeah that's totally off. just like that. Yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> yeah. Piss me off. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, I was like, you're lucky I'm nice. Like, some people are like crazy, yeah. you know? 100%. I mean, she probably thought, I, no, she probably was like, that little bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, respect your elders. No, bitch. No, <laughs> no. Are you going to take the plant and move it to your new house? Yeah, he's he's already planted it in the new house. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so good. that and the two that she gave back. I was like, should we give them back? Like, do we need all three? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Fuck you. So, As like, a little, like, like, funny, like, reminder of this. Yeah, we'll never forget. Yeah, so God, they are planted. That's so funny. Okay, this was such a fun episode. Seriously, it was so yeah. nice to catch up with both of you. 
Uh, where can the listeners find you, the pod, and anything else you want to plug? I can just plug for the podcast because usually I'm the one who does it on this, <laughs> yeah, this show. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, this is um, Leah's job. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Rehash Trash and on Instagram at Trash Rehash. Yeah, right. right now we're just podcasting Summer House Martha's Vineyard, which is amazing. Tori, if you have not watched. Okay. It is. I think I'm actually going to start it tonight. I have it been so binging so much TV, like with all the VPR stuff mm-hmm. and the Summer House proper. I But that ended last week. So I think tonight's the night where I it's crack so open good. Martha's Vineyard. I'm so The finale so- is this Sunday. So like, oh my God, it's like it's quick. I'm yeah. like really bummed. And then I'm like, shit, Leah, we don't have another show that we're podcasting. We don't. I was going to talk to you about Temptation Island because that started last week. And Ooh, that'd be a good one. I know. We'll talk about it. But, <laughs> but we were watching that. Super good. You should definitely watch it. But yeah, we just podcast weekly. Don't have a day that we always land on, but we try to get them out at least once a week. So nice. Everyone, go check it out. And thanks again for coming on. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having us. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Breezy and Leah for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed it, there's a lot more where that came from on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. You get access to 40 episodes plus our Discord channel and a patron shout out for $5 a month. And if you want just more entertainment news, TikToks, as well as see what the listeners say about certain stories or submit a question or topic, you can follow me on socials at RTBP podcast and never, ever, ever hesitate to reach out. Thank you to Playlist Studios for editing today's episode. And I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.